Hello and welcome to Dimmy's Pod. This is a podcast I've started as a little bit of fun where I will be interviewing my friends and asking them random questions and we'll be just talking about stuff. Enjoy. Hello, Reynard. Hello, Sebastian. Oh, here he is, here he is. How's it going, man? Oh, yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? Um, yeah, very good. Thank you very much for agreeing to uh, to come on the show. Um, it is an absolute pleasure. I have always wanted to be on a podcast. Oh. It's one of my biggest dreams. Is this your first your first podcast you've ever been on? Yes. Oh, wow. I have never been on a podcast. Can you believe it? Well, th- well, this, yeah, I'm kind of. <laughs> Kind of the same for me, but uh, um, obviously I've done a few more episodes now. But this is this is uh, episode four. Um, Far so, more uh, experienced. Yeah, Ray, do you want to uh, do you want to you know tell everyone a bit about yourself? Tell everyone who you are. You know what you do and stuff, just to give a bit of context. Right, most boring uh, personal life, but I <laughs> am <laughs> Reynard. Uh, grew up in England. Um, then went over to South Africa for university, studying at Stellenbosch. Currently in my fourth year studying engineering, still not done with my undergrad. And come home once or twice a year to see the boys. Um, I enjoy golf. I enjoy beer. I enjoy the lads. <laughs> that's, that's about it. And spending um, time with and I enjoy. Yes, LDC, she's a good one. Shout um, out to LDC. But shout out to LDC. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's that's about it here. Eh? And yeah, the golf is going down the drain every second yeah. since we are not on the driving range. Yes, it's not it's not good. It's really it's not good. But we'll we'll, we'll get to that. I've got I've got I've got one really actually one or two golf related questions which um we'll come on to oh. first. Um, but I've got, you know, the standard ones, which I told you I was going to ask you. So the first question, Ray, is um, what's your favorite song at the moment? That is a great question. And I'm, I, I had to think about this one for a while. Okay. Because um, I'm not sure a piece falls under the same category as what you were asking. Mm. Mm. But there's been a song that's been stuck in my mind the whole um the whole lockdown period and it's called um uh it's elton john fuck what's the song's name <laughs> wait is it the one with the classical uh, classical music in the beginning no 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 it's got the sun down on me oh I yeah oh, oh, don't let the sun go down on me Great. there we go <laughs> See, yeah. that's my brilliant singing coming in there yeah yeah that's no. that is class uh, that's it. That's I love that song. That's a really nice song. Um, good choice. I, that... um, so we don't we don't have much Wi-Fi here. So I had to choose which one to stream when I wanted to listen to it uh, down here. Ooh. And I I chose to stream the one from the movie, which I was thoroughly disappointed in. Oh no! Ah, oh, that's yeah. Oh well, really poor. Have actually. you not saved loads of music? Or I have, but not that oh, one. That's the worst thing is when you or when you get on the plane, and um, 
<laughs> there's like that one serious regret download like you're... i always do that i'm like panic downloading like all my playlists <laughs> while i'm on the plane just so if there's one song that comes into my head i don't very, very valid <laughs> very valid um it's really annoying maybe someone should make like a an app about like like all that you you write down a song that you want to listen to but you can't because you don't have wi-fi or something then and then when you do have Wi-Fi, it reminds you to listen to all those songs. Absolutely, I think I think you should make the app. Yeah, would you would you invest in it if you were a? Uh, uh, an... I I would invest time. Okay. I don't know financially. Okay. All right. Glad glad to know you've got um you've got hope. Uh, right. <laughs> next question. Um, have you any sort of funny stories or like sort of funny scenarios you found yourself in recently that you you know you could share with with us perhaps um this was also one that I, this is the one i was struggling to think of it's a hard hence one. how boring i am you're not uh, boring i find a lot uh, i find a lot of stories it's it's sometimes like oh you had to be there but i've i've got one which had me laughing quite a bit i was um I was taking a break uh, from studying with Nick Declare, LDC's cousin, of Nikki. course, one of your favourites, yeah. and Nikki. <laughs> and uh, we we had a family dinner, and <laughs> so I had exams. Nick didn't have exams, okay. so I arrive a bit late. So Nick's obviously, you know, he's he's had a few. Yeah, um, <laughs> Nick loves and a drink. Discuss- <laughs> he loves a drink, <laughs> and we're deciding. Okay. Um, what what should we eat and we'd just been discussing computers and like ram which is the memory on a laptop i'm sure you know yeah, yeah. and all of this stuff <laughs> and then there was a there was the rack of lamb on the menu <laughs> and then he's like oh i'm gonna have that <laughs> the waitress comes around he's like yeah can i please have the lack of ram <laughs> that's quite I funny. thought that was brilliant that, that is quite funny I thought that was cla- classic nick because he's clearly mixed up a family dinner with a piss up <laughs> that's quite funny I, I thought you might say something about how embarrassing it was when you didn't um, make that putt on the uh, last hole at on the 18th yeah to uh very good that's the one, the one where you would have been subpar the first your first subpar round that was uh that was hard to watch not gonna lie yeah, I didn't didn't care about my individual score because we'd of course already won the match. And that so, was the most important um, thing. I agree with you. I agree because winning, yes, absolutely, winning. There's no point in doing anything if you don't win. We exactly. If yeah. you don't win, you might as well just stop there. Exactly. Exactly. Winning is everything. We we know that because <laughs> we are we're winners. We're born right. winners. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, right. So uh, next question. Uh, number one lockdown tip. Um, Number one lockdown tip: mm. um, one must remain sane. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some sort of hour during the day where you are intellectually stimulated. Because I find I had one day where all I was doing, I was just we call it in South Africa prawning. So if you prawn, you're just prawning. You're not doing much. just fucking around, just doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just doing nothing. Mm. And then it just becomes, oh gosh, what's just happened kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've really got to, I don't know, I, f- I find my brain will wither away mm. 
just like my uh just like my arms mm. don't have much arms so i don't want my brain to go there <laughs> okay i like that i like that intellectually be intellectually stimulated at some point at least half an hour okay, okay. it doesn't have to be an hour could that be from like listening to a podcast or like this for example absolutely it could be it could be a dimmy's pod yeah <laughs> I, I don't know if this is a very intellectually stimulating podcast but i don't know it might be to some you know it is extremely stimulating. Um, right. So I, I, those, I think we're done with those kind of questions. I've got, um, yeah, I, I was wondering, can you tell us where you are, Ray? Because um, I think a lot of people might think that you're just in Stellenbosch or you're in Cape Town or somewhere, but I think you're somewhere a bit more unique uh, than that. Um, yeah, I... valid. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we drove up from Cape Town uh, for three days up to Johannesburg, north of Johannesburg to be with some family for a birthday and then on the evening that we arrive or the second evening president says right lockdown so we're like okay (laughs) bit problematic seeing as we're three days drive away and it was like two days notice so then luckily we have a friend uh, that has a farm um, fairly close it was like two hour drive um, so he was like, yeah, sure, you can come stay with us. Unreal. Um, unreal. But it's not just any farm. It's got lions Ooh. and elephants and rhinos and hyenas and crocodiles and what? all of that. So it's been a very interesting experience. That's so cool. I've already experienced a 70-year-old scorpion, a big python, <laughs> what? a lion. What? That's... Drove past big buffalo and rhino this morning so, so do you do the uh it's a strange place Wait, is, it, it's a game res- is it a game reserve is that what it's called okay. yeah exactly yeah. and uh do you do that thing that we did when we went to zabula when you have the bar when you open the bar at the at the at that certain stage <laughs> of the, the 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 drive or oh uh, yeah 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 so actually that's one of the rituals at the moment is uh half past three start getting ready the booze oh 4 p.m. You're on the on the safari car, whatever you'd like to call it. Uh, sundown at six. Uh, beers are cracked at half past five. Yes, please. And then, uh, yeah, watch the sun go down, um, just like Elton John. And then, mm, um, just like Elton back John. Home. <laughs> mm. I find that. Um, so yeah. Sorry, you go. No, I I just want to say one of the funny habits I've actually had. Um, at the moment here, um, which you don't really find anywhere else, I always sit on the balcony kind of area, mm. um, and there are these monkeys and baboons that come around, and they're always trying to steal the food. So I have a slingshot, and <laughs> I, try, I try and sneak up on them. And I, I've hit one so hard that it, I hit it square on, that it jumped up, turned around, 180 in the air and stared me straight in the eyes and I got even more scared than him. <laughs> Are they big man? Right inside. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's quite yeah, funny. they're pretty big. That is quite funny. Did you were you like what? What? <laughs> so, what? What are you saying? What are you yeah, saying? Come here, yeah. Fuck, that's quite that's quite scary actually. Um one on one me, yeah. You crossbow, yeah? <laughs> I had a crossbow, yeah, me and you. <laughs> and I shake around. Um <laughs> So okay, so that's interesting. Um, so they the president announced that he was gonna go into lockdown, and and was he laughing when he said that as well? Or 
No, the president wasn't laughing. To give context, there's this video of this uh, of one of the ministers uh, giving an announcement, a national announcement, and the president just standing behind him laughing at him. He's talking about nationalization or something. I can't remember. It's hilarious, that video. I encourage anyone to give it a watch. Um, just give it a giggle. So one more sort of serious, well, we haven't really, well, I don't know, it's a serious question, but do you think that, um, so I think it's very interesting how um, across the world, all the um, institutions that, more importantly, sort of education and, and on the educational side, universities, schools and stuff, it's interesting how they are all um, handling it in a different way, um, even in, in internal and sort of in, internally in, in a country, for example, all the unis in England have done differently. For example, my uni hasn't really done that much yet. Other unis straight away said, look, no exams um, and they're going to they've done this thing called a no detriment policy, which means that you can't get any worse than the average grade you're on at the moment. Um are you what how do you find that south africa are handling that scenario um and do you think they're doing enough um what, what do you think so she a brilliant question um yeah so i think south africa are doing pretty well actually so the lockdown happened a day before our one week recess so and it was it's scheduled for three weeks so we actually They then extended it by another two weeks. Mm -hmm. So we haven't had any classes yet, but they, some of the faculties have already set up um, online learning modules and stuff where, I mean, you don't have to essentially go to a lecture. I can sit here and they've got everything online, Mm -hmm. a video and the slides and everything. Unreal. uh, Which is, which is absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think they've got that completely sorted and, that's good because, you know, South Africa can be quite sketchy sometimes. But education-wise, at a higher education level, especially Stellenbosch, they'll do really well. Yeah. Um, Exams-wise, from my understanding, uh, Oxford and them, they're going online or something. Mm-hmm. Um, South Africa, <laughs> that is a different question <laughs> in itself. Um, what I think is brilliant about this whole situation, if there is a positive you can take about out from it is i've always thought the education system we have at the moment is sit in rows in a classroom listen to someone write on a blackboard cram it in your brain here's two hours the blackboard (laughs) and uh cram it your brain here's two hours to now regurgitate everything you've learned as fast as you can with a time limit that is totally arbitrary (laughs) so this is a brilliant brilliant way to rethink the way we test people and um, the effectiveness of why and how we test people. Mm-hmm. How are we going to do that is something else. Pagans. I think South Africa will cope. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I read an article BBC um, on the BBC saying how well South Africa is coping with this relative to other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's very cool. So that's cool. Fast. Um... I think South Africa will be okay. The world will be okay. I'm I'm glad to hear your optimistic approach to the current state of um, yes. the world. Um, Reynard, I've got a really, really important question to ask you right now. Um, would you rather win the Open or the Masters? Oh, oh gosh, I thought 
I thought that was going to be easy for a second. Um, I'm currently looking at a photograph of Gary Player kissing Claret Jug, so I'm going to have to go with the Open at St. Andrews. Okay, at St. At St. Andrews as well. Yeah, I've added it on a added on a bit there, but yeah. St. Andrews. But what about like the Open at I don't know, like like Hoy Lake or somewhere like that? Um, would that, you know? No, that, okay, that actually changes everything. Mm. On average, the Masters, mm. on average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And that, yeah, I, I think I would I would agree with you. I was talking to Theo about that recently. And I think, well, Adrian, Adrian as well, we were talking about, Adrian is a strict Masters guy because, you know, he loves it. You can come back every year. The course is the same. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Theo, of course, will be far more traditional yeah but he did actually at first say the open then we watched we were watching we've been watching them recently because they've got as i sent it to you the other day they've got all the things online which is unreal we're watching sevi and 88 which is just amazing um okay uh i have got uh two more questions for you um very briefly first one um so just reminder to the audience that you are um, come from a South African family, you know, you live in South Africa, you supported South Africa in the Rugby World Cup, obviously. But can you tell me, what do you think was the best performance of the Rugby World Cup 2019? Fuff the clack. No, not from an individual. I would like to know the best team that, performance. That is, he is a team in himself. His kicking is unbelievable and I didn't complain about it at all throughout the whole World Cup. So you, you think that Faf de Klerk's, in, de Klerk's individual performance is better than the uh, the England performance against the All Blacks in the semi-final, you think? It's a close shave. Okay. Um, but I, mu- I, I must say, I was gobsmacked at how brilliantly England played mm-hmm. if, if that's what you want to thank know. you yes it was the best performance in thank the World you Cup. thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'm uh i'm i'm glad that you sort of can understand that and that you know yes um, yeah, i've come around ju- just need to remind the audience as well that you do refer to england and uh richmond as your home um uh, am I right? Very valid. Yeah, and, uh, even Very though, valid. You know. yeah. um, and yeah. what was my, Traitor. My, my last question was, um, so currently, um, Brooks Kepka holds two US Opens and PGA oh, Championships to his name. And Spieth holds... The most boring human being in the world. Spieth, the most best. Spieth holds everything bar the PGA Championship, which he came second in in 2015. What do you think in has the future has in store for do you, for both these players and who do you think will come out with the most um major wins i would like to hear your take on this and why as well um personally i hope that brooks kepka never sets foot on another pga tour event course ever again so i'm going to go if he will not hit one more shot on tour <laughs> but but why why jordan yeah why is speed <laughs> because yeah, because over this lockdown period especially he's going to bore himself to death mm. jordan speed on the other hand mm. uh brilliant young man um has a fantastically solid golf swing compared to brooks mm. he has a temperament that is admired and um and he's proven himself hundreds of times where Brooks is still a, mm. still an embryo mm. 
in the fetus. I agree. In the fe- <laughs> he's the embryo in the fetus. Mm. Inter- <laughs> interesting, interesting uh, analogy there. But um, yeah, um, right, Ray. Uh, have you got any questions you'd like to ask by any chance? I do have a question. Oh, I, I do actually have a question okay. for you. Um, I don't know why I thought of this okay. one, but. I, I was thinking, because I've been thinking of the common room a lot recently. Oh, school. right. Okay, great. Um, but so I was thinking uh, how much you mucked around at school <laughs> and you just fucking just didn't work. <laughs> so I want to ask, yeah. what's the best excuse you ever made for not doing, for not handing in a piece of That work? is such a good. Can you remember? That is such a good question. Um, the best excuse. Fuck. Um. I'm trying to think of of the excuses I would use because uh, obviously, if you can't remember were, off were the really... top of your head, I've got another one. Mm, I, I I'm trying to th- I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think of teachers getting really angry at me. Well, d- d- did it have to work the excuse or or did no just, no okay um, no it can be anything. Um, I I I think I think probably just. I don't know. The, the main one that I can think of that just comes to mind is, is just that I had other commitments, um, maybe like a football match or something like that or something. And I just, I just didn't have time. I just, I, I... Whereas, whereas 90% of the class also had the football match. To do. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Or, or I, I just, I needed, I was really tired and I just had to sleep or I don't know. I can't think of a good answer, but I, I will, Maybe I'll edit one into this if I can think of one like quickly okay. after. Um, but that's a good question. Right. I like that. Um... <laughs> I thought you'd have an interesting one. Um, so yeah. yeah. Um, so right now comes the, the the time of the show, Ray. Where you know, have you got have you got a fact of the day for us? By any chance? I do actually. I do actually have a fact of the I day. I knew you would. Can I share? You can it? share it. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Um, so I found this mind blowing the other day. Um, so, and it's science, of course, because I'm a f- loser. No, you're not. Um, Stop saying that. So, so, so there's, um, so atoms are so oh, atoms. in abundance. Yeah. Okay. Especially, um, that we in one centimeter cube of air, there are 45 billion billion atoms. That's a fairly large number. Yeah, is... So then you can imagine the amount of atoms that is in one human being. Yeah. And um, seeing as, so when, obviously when a person dies, the atoms get uh, distributed mm-hmm. massively because they're recycled and everything. Mm-hmm. Due to that fact, there is a certain chance mm-hmm. that at least one billion of the atoms in your body were in Shakespeare once. <laughs> I like that. That's... And that is a that is a certain, and it's travelled through multiple stars, and <laughs> and you can name it: Buddha, flippin' Genghis Khan, not Jesus, of course, because he went up to mm. heaven, so his atoms are up mm. there. But you name it, mate. It's kind of that's the kind of fa- uh, stat I reckon um, Doc would like. Um... Yeah, yeah. Um, the man himself. How's Doc doing at the moment? I haven't spoken to him lately. What's he up to? 
Uh, he's in res. He's looking after all the stragglers back in Simonsbach, which is the place where I'm, where I stay in Stellenbosch. Um, he's just, in, he's enjoying his wine and fries pretty much. Awesome. So, so it's, I've got to say, um, as well, you know, you were talking about how, um, like the education everyone's handling the corona i think um I fo- obviously I, f- I follow simmonsberg on instagram and um i don't know if he runs that account i don't know who runs it but who- no no he, he does well who- whoever does is doing a really good job of it and i think they like you know getting everyone motivated in it because it's very easy i think to fall into a bit of a slump at the moment and i think it's really uh you know it puts a smile on my face when I oh see cool that i'll definitely tell him that yeah. um Connor Bam, he's a good. But lad. also shout shout out to Doc because Doc's a ledge. Um, right. shout out shout out to Doctor Leslie. I've got so I've got one fact for you as well, um, which is quite. I think it's quite interesting. It's just it's not really a uh, philosophical flat uh, fact. It's just merely a uh, just. I just think it's quite an interesting fact. So because I'm basically reading this. It's actually a fact from a book I was talking about yesterday on national populism. It's basically about how the rising inequality in our country in the UK is is obviously shocking. Um, but this stat yeah. is about the uh, the CEOs in major companies in in Britain, um, and on average, um, so between from from the ni- mid nineteen nineties, the average uh, ratio of a CEO to a to, to compared to an average worker was 45 to one um and that average has risen to what do you think by two in 200 in, in uh, 2016 gosh i'm really gonna be guessing here what a hundred uh 60 to one uh, 121 that's yeah, a... <laughs> it's ridiculous okay that that is just got yeah, that's an, on my yeah, very very interesting. Going to be uh, very interesting. Uh, uh, a, a televised speech later, which which will be interesting. Yeah. Also, oh, shout out to Liz. Liz. Um, r- right, Ray. I think we're going to wrap to the Liz, show up there, um, If that's all right with you, um, we're. I said I'd try and keep it f- absolutely fifteen fine. minutes, but I've, yeah, I've so really enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. it as well, Ray. It's been lovely hearing from you and hearing what you have to say i think we've had a good bit of silliness and some also some you know quite topical um questions answered here so yeah, yeah thank very you very topical. much reynard and um lovely speaking to you excellent thank you sebastian you too. enjoy Bye-bye. lockdown You've just listened to episode four of Dimmy's Pod featuring Reynard Marks all the way from South Africa. It was lovely speaking to Reynard as always and hearing what he has to say on some rather topical matters. Hope you're all keeping happy and healthy and uh, yeah, peace out. <laughs>